show uh, at Revelation Hour. It's lovely to have everyone here this morning. I hope everybody is well. The weather is a little bit warmer now, so I'm happier, you know. I mean, I can't do with a cold, you know. I need, I need, I need some heat wave. So the weather's coming, so we, we're happy to be here with you. But again, we cannot start the show before bringing our Lord. He said, I'm stopping saying the man, man, now. She said, our Lord and Savior. You know, so what, what happened? Did you get some type of revelation? I got a revelation. I think the Holy Spirit kind of talked to me and he said, I'm just more than a man to you. And I said, yes, you are. So let's bring the Almighty. <laughs> so you're behaving yourself. I'm behaving myself this morning. <laughs> anyway, why don't we open up in prayer? Oh, thank you, Lord. Father, we come before you this morning. We just give you thanks and we give you praise, Father, mm. because you are truly worthy. Father, we thank you for... It is truly through you that we live and we move and we have our being. Father, thank you for everyone who's listening. Thank you for putting words in our mouths. Yes, Lord. And continue to speak to each and every single one of our hearts about the times and the seasons that we are in and the times to come. Yes, Lord. Father, we just pray that you will continue to have your way. Help us to prepare in the, and keep in alignment with the things that you have spoken to us about doing. Mm. where you have called us to be, where you've positioned us. Father, we pray that you will continue to speak to us and we will continue to be obedient to that which you have called for us to do. Yes, so, Father, Lord. we just pray that you will have your way. This morning, as we learn more and more about the club of 13. There's a club of the club Rome. Of Rome club of Rome. Yeah, even there we go. I'm thinking 13. Club of Rome, this one. I thought Rome, I'm 13. Anyway, the Club of Rome. Father, we just pray that you will speak to each and every single one of our hearts, mm. Father, about what you want us to 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 keep and what you want us to put away. Yes, Lord. And how you want us to apply the information that we are learning about. So, Father, we just pray that you will continue to have your way. We commit this time into your hands and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Your voice just got a good, went down suddenly. What was going on? You were trying to hear what the Holy Spirit was saying to you? Or? Yes. Yes. What was he saying? Um, what's the, what's the, it's the Council of Thirteen, isn't it? It's the Crown Council of Thirteen. The Crown Council of Thirteen. Yeah, we, okay. we do that next week. Yeah, because this is what was coming to me. Okay, mm -hmm. that's fine. Okay. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, again, again, guys, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I think we, 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 we started a new series called The Big Players. And before we, we, we go through this, I always forget I got to do this. I've been told that I need to do that. So I just want to remind our listeners um, really, truly that you guys can contact us um, on different platform here, obviously. Um, you can um, contact us via our Facebook page, um, our WhatsApp 
um, account at the moment. We're still on WhatsApp. Um, and also, we have an email address, which is info at revelationhour.co.uk. If you want to catch up with some of the previous show, then you can do either via podcast. We uh, create our show as a podcast as well. And you just need to go to our website, which is www.revelationhour.co.uk. Or if you want to catch up with the show with the slides and so on, then you can go on our YouTube channel. Uh, please feel free to subscribe or get your um, friends to subscribe as well. And as well as using our Facebook page as well, so you can access the show, the previous show. Um, yeah, and so on. I think I, I said it. We are on Twitter as well, but I never mentioned Twitter because we, we, we don't, don't tweet. We don't tweet, you know. Shall we? At the moment. At the moment. Yeah. You know, maybe we will. But uh, really, that's the way to uh, contact us. And again, use the WhatsApp. We have one of our listeners uh, this week that sent us messages as well about praying for his neighbor um so please this is a this is a community this is not just a a show that we listen every saturday or, or just on the road it's also a community so we're here to uh help each other as much as we can and that is really building a community with him so what we are trying to do we're also trying to now begin to build a community with him um ahead of what's going to take place so Let's look at what we do all the time uh, in that sense. My um, slide for some reason don't click very quickly, but that's it. Latest news. So we always go through the latest news. And um, yeah, so let's, let's, let's look at those, those news. And uh, you can tell me exactly what you think. So, darling, you know, over to you. What's... what's um, I'm going to go through and then you're going to pick up what you want to talk about very, very briefly. So th there's a few articles I picked, I saw it, but I, I think that I just want to give you the, the, the platform to do things first. So looking back in, in this, is there anything or do you want me to pick it for you? Hmm. Which one? Hmm. Uh, the Cadbury's cream egg one. Someone sent me something through um, about that this week, um, about the petition. And they'd signed a petition about this. Um, but I hadn't watched the advert. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> the word of dear. Oh, what, dear. What's, what's the old dear mean? The thing is, it's just, you know, when you think of Cadbury. Cadbury's cream eggs, yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're late 40s, so it's just like you weren't raised in this country. But the thing is, I'm from up north, so mm. it's just, you know, it's, even though it's like based around Birmingham, like way with Midlands way. Um, but the thing is, if you think about it, it's just the extreme that it's gone to now to, to actually advertise something, um, which, which, was it was very different when they first started um so so just yeah. give me give me a bit of a history lesson in two minutes if you can the thing i think the thing is when you actually look at the way that the, the foundations of the, of the company um cadbury um you know if you look look at the way that it was built and what the the values that they were built on i'm not, I'm not quite sure if if the people were christians in the beginning um but then you go from the foundations we we were talking about this myself and um 
and and Julienne because she's very much into she's learning about branding and she's very much into wants to be do social things to do with social marketing she's very interested in things like that so brands for her she she's always looking into where brands come from and and the history behind them and what they're doing now and where they're going and she was just talking about the 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 brands themselves about how they began but also in terms of values and quality of the product as time has gone on the way that they began is not the way that they're actually going ahead Mm -hmm. so for example we're talking about quality street so she said the reason why quality street was was actually she said they they weren't weren't even chocolate makers they were actually had a different business but then they went into chocolate making anyway we were just talking about the whole thing Mm -hmm. um but she was just talking about the fact that now the the reason why they wanted to produce the, the the chocolates was because they wanted to produce quality for a certain a certain category of people so they were giving quality and that's why they had the different colors representing um different types of quality anyway it, it's almost like but she was saying that most people have gone off like brands they've just gone off they they, they don't provide quality or value or or, or the principles are not there anymore and exactly what we were speaking about, it's almost like a, a prophetic word that <laughs> she was speaking, is that exactly when you open this ad- advert up, it's so far away from what they stand what for. What it started or what it started yeah. or what it stands yeah. for. Yeah. And, and, and you're seeing this. And do, do you think, for example, so that the reason there's such a petition called at the moment is the old generation that used to see, yeah. um, what is it called? Cadbury cream eggs are, are something a bit more traditional in a sense that's, that's the word the sense that of kind is of, the word yeah kind of more and 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 obviously because of the way the society is moving now mm. it's quite interesting because you see that with cream eggs which advert which for them they're talking about integration you know diversity because now diversity scope is not beyond color and race it's mm. also to do with gender you know mm. in that sense and but why do you have to have two people who are actually doing that? Because if you were to have two straight people, you would never see that. No. Do you, do you see? So and it's just like, why I've, is it that can be you, taken you, to the next you're level? You're not only talking, I mean, remember remember the way the word is. You're not only talking about diversity integration. You're also talking about subliminal messages here that's sent out. And those cream eggs or Cadbury, is it an advert which is usually target families? children so it is a way mm. really push children to understand first of all number one that you know this is the way the world is and 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 this mm. yeah. different relationship yeah. but secondly is again pushing for sexual sexuality, ma- sexuality yeah. as yeah. well for the last squad that and, and i think this is why i think it was good to pick this thing and understand mm. what the petition called to to mm. remove it because it's really bringing now the world to where they want the world to be or where they believe the world should be they scatter freedom and integration and, and, liberalism. and say liberalism and, and so on mm, so liberal expression you know so you received did you, did you sign the petition i received it. i haven't had time to actually sign it yeah okay. because i wanted to look into it more i wanted to watch the advert and so on and so forth have you watched the advert i haven't seen it because we don't really watch tv um, no we don't so I have it. I don't know whether I will even ever watch it, but the picture alone, oh. I just kind of got, got the... Oh, would it's you, there. Would you like me to play? 
Uh, go ahead then. Let's okay, go. Okay, let's let's go and play and see what happened. It's the Green Day Golden Jubilee. Time to celebrate five delicious decades. Kickers, let loose. Vegas, bring it. Experts, you have. Got this. Dippers! Flex that index! Squeezers! Come out of your shell! Sharers! Yeah, we are down with that! Calling all exhibitionists! Let the entertainment begin! Okay, well, here we go. That explains everything here about this advert here. Really interesting. So if you get access to, if you want to sign the petition against it, send, just send to the Citizen Go uh, website and then just uh, go and, and, and sign this petition. But it is definitely sexual orientation here. You know, I've seen many, as I was watching it, I saw so many subliminal mm -hmm, messages mm -hmm. here, uh, which really portray sexuality in all genres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that sense. Yeah, because I was saying, I was thinking it was just one, you know, one set of people, but it's, you can see that it's it's lots. But I was saying it's quite interesting that, you know, it's just like we're down with that. You know, it's it's the language, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot in there um, yeah. for, yeah. And it's it's also to target, as you said, a particular generation. Mm -hmm. You can see that it's um, bringing, it's almost like bringing, let's bring the cream egg up to date that's right absolutely <laughs> let's that's bring it up to date yeah. into into this century you yeah. know let's bring it bring it now now we're changing the image of the cream egg mm -hmm. you know interesting um, so yeah it's, it's quite interesting yeah it's quite interesting so the, the next thing that i want want to there's two things but i, I want to pick up only one because we need yeah, to get time, on with yeah. our time other the bishop and churches leaders team up to tackle misinformation surrounding covid vaccine or local London churches and minister over 8,000 vaccines. Which one do you want to pick up? Mm. This, this thing about the bishops and church leaders, mm -hmm. um, because it's something that's been on my heart, really. So it would be quite good to actually look into that, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, obviously, Church of England, he says, Church of England bishops have joined with other church leaders to encourage communities to combat misinformation about the COVID-19 vaccine. The mm. leaders have been releasing videos as part of the NHS-backed Give Hope campaign, urging people to encourage one another to take up offers of vaccines and to hold conversation about the scientists' facts. While the government is on track to hit the vaccination target, updates among many ethnic minority groups has been disproportionately low. What do you think that the minority, what is ethnic minority, are more reluctant to um, take the vaccine? I, I think that's quite straightforward. I think there's even from the beginning there was a, there's such almost like a campaign. Um, a, with regards to ethnic minorities taking the vaccine first mm -hmm. um and i think that was probably one of the worst things that they could have done um because then after that there was a barrage of information in terms of um 
the side effects of the vaccines and that the in terms of the time scale in in, in the in terms of the time scale and the development of the vaccine mm. so i think it, it, it's just there's so many questions around it and then there was a, a lot saying that they were going to send the vaccine to africa but even before that if you remember the two french doctors who were actually caught um saying about the fact that they send things to africa to be tested first mm-hmm. on the populations yes so there was a lot of really really bad <laughs> bad press mm. in terms of the way that black people um african people ethnic minorities indian people had been used mm-hmm. to be able to trial vaccines mm-hmm. um th- there was a lot of information in terms of you know the way that vaccines had been used and the harm that had, had taken place and the injuries that had taken place to populations um nigeria india um different places in africa there's a you know there were suing companies um, pharmaceutical companies um, in terms of this so when you hear a lot of that and you see these things it just raises suspicion and a lot of people that i've spoken to said well if you take it first we'll see what the effects are and some of the effects have been coming out you know we've been seeing some and it doesn't actually it doesn't give you confidence um as a community and then when you have faith leaders from around the world who are then getting on stage with scientists and with doctors to kind of push it mm-hmm. it's almost like why are you pushing this thing on us mm. you know why why is it us that it's been pushing and then you've got doctors this, this who are coming out and saying well we're actually the minority so why do we're not the ones who are actually we don't actually have um as many cases why is it being pushed on us why mm-hmm. is it not actually been why are not other populations being encouraged to take it so you can see why there's a lot of things but i think it it's it's quite interesting that you know faith leaders are being used mm-hmm. to actually encourage their their congregations and i i think it's wrong and i'm just going to say straight out mm. i think it's wrong um i don't think that faith leaders should be encouraging their congregations i think it's something that as individuals we need to get the information um i'm not anti vaccine i've already said that to get the information be educated about it and make our own decisions absolutely about what to do i don't think faith leaders should be because you're hearing stories about almost like you know if you know it's been said if you love your neighbor mm. <laughs> you know because the bible talks about us loving our neighbor That's if right. you love your neighbor you will you will go ahead and take the vaccine mm-hmm. now that that's 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 not encouragement that's coercion it's quite interesting because you say if you love your neighbor but it doesn't the bible doesn't say if you love your neighbor the mm-hmm. bible said love your neighbor your, as, as yourself. yourself yeah so um so the thing is it's just we're hearing a lot of um for me they they're concerning and disturbing mm-hmm. stories um about what is going on in terms of the church being involved in this and i just think it's wrong mm. i think people some people have a really good heart and you know they're doctors they're scientists and they just want to they want to actually because they they believe the science they believe all of these things and i'm not saying that you know it's not right and all the rest of it i'm not saying that but what i am saying is that it's for people to and it's very difficult for people to get truth mm-hmm. at the minute that's another thing so you're hearing one thing from somewhere and you're hearing another thing from somewhere else i also said as well people sometimes have vested interests mm. in pushing because i'm saying pushing because that's what people are doing they're pushing this vaccine um so some people have a vested interest in pushing the vaccine some people 
are just really genuinely concerned mm-hmm. um, about others. Um, and I think everyone has that genuine concern. It's, it, it's, it's coming from a place of concern, mm. um, but there's a lot of confusion. Uh, and I think at this stage, faith leaders, it's almost like, let's stick to what we know. <laughs> you know, this is not our domain. Mm. Um, our d- domain is, is very different. We've been called to love each other, to, to, you know, to emulate Christ and to be able to take Christ. It's not our job to talk about vaccines. It's not, and that's why I don't really talk about it, you know, that much. It's not our job to do that. It's our job to actually continue to do what Christ has called for us to do and to be advancing God's kingdom. And that's, and doing what Christ has called for us to do. Mm. Maybe if you're a doctor, if you're a scientist, or, you know, that's that's part of your calling. I'm just wondering, maybe we should get one of our young scientists or young people working on, you know, some kind of vaccine understanding to come on the show and just give a bit of a, of an overview of what it is because it's still a lot of myth you know for me from from a guy like me who just you know not don't know so much first of all there's so many of those there's the pfizer there's the oxford pfizer. Oh, pfizer you see i don't even know the name the mm. Pfizer, the oxford you know and then understanding that okay what's the fire is the one we use this nanotechnology so everybody think that all the vaccines using that nanotechnology but i, I guess there's only a few that actually go for for, for that type yeah. of technology as well. Yeah, but I, I still think it's down to the individual Absolutely. to do their homework. Yeah. Because even if you get someone, you're going to hear that person is going, and that's why I say they'll have a vested interest, that, that they're always that people will always have their own opinions. Mm-hmm. So that can taint what they're actually saying, even if they don't even realise that it's tainting what they're actually, the information they're giving. It is, because your heart is, it's with this whole vaccine thing, People are for it or people are against it. Mm-hmm. So, it, and I, I, I said, it's a bit like Brexit when everyone was split, you know, it, it's it's a bit like that. So this is why I was saying it's it's such a sensitive subject mm. that I think it's important for us to do our own research and let Holy Spirit speak to us about what we what he w- would like for us to do, what's best for us. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's situation is different. Some people have underlying health conditions. Some people have previous medical histories that they can't actually take it. Some people have... You know, they're going through different phases in their lives and it wouldn't be good for them to take it. Mm. Some people, they, they want to take it because they need, they think it's going to help with their immunity. Some, it, do you see, everyone is different. So mm. it's down to individual circumstances. And this is why I think it's important for everyone to do their homework and let Holy Spirit speak to them about what is best for them. Mm. Okay. Well, you know, you're so passionate about the vaccine that maybe we should get you back on to talk about it for a whole topic. I know we've done that before, but I, I think uh, it's always good to have a bit of a refresher here. So we, we look maybe potentially to find a time for, for you to come. Wow. So that was the news. Long news today. Last week, there were like two-minute news. <laughs> today is like quite long news, yeah. but there was a lot to, uh, I believe, to to tackle in, in that sense. Okay. So going back to um, our topic and going back to what we know so far um in terms of what the world is at stage at the moment in terms of you know built for the arrival of the antichrist you know and one of the things that we've done previously in one of our previous show we talked about how the antichrist will make his appearance and in and and and, and, and with kind of context and 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 i would think atmosphere it will you know i believe he's already on the scene you know maybe i'm wrong 
but I truly believe he's already on, on the scene. I don't have any proof to tell you, but I just sense he's on the scene because I'm looking at the world situation and how the world is at the moment. And the world is being built for the arrival of the Antichrist. And I think, you know, from the scripture, it will arrive at a time when people will be crying out for for, 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 for a savior, you know, especially the Jews, but the whole world will be crying out for someone to be able to come and fix a broken world. And it is very interesting that as we look into this now, we are seeing this word in a way, in shape or form, be broken, you know. And we may not see on the on 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 the worldwide scale, but we see in pockets. You know, you just got to go to your uh, sectors or to your street or to your county to find out, for example, uh, people livelihood, as you know, much has been tremendously affected. You know. Whether it is from a health perspective, whether it is from a financial perspective, whether it is from an emotional perspective, it's been affecting. And we have seen many people be broken at the moment. And we're not seeing it, or maybe you're seeing it in your area. But uh, we are seeing a lot of people now, just as we mentioned it early on, you know, in, in our WhatsApp about a young, uh, you know, young man just wanted to... to, to you know, to to take, his life. to take his life just around the corner. Your next door neighbor could be going through emotional problems, and because of the way the world is being built, because of the way we are seeing this this lockdown coming in and coming out, and now people are talking about a third wave as well. So it's like a non-ending situation when they testing. It's almost like really testing the not the patients the, the the people's mind to the point that now people are just so desperate to come back to any shape or form will do you know any shape will do that they, whatever government system will bring into it they will take it they will take it you know when you come into this situation when you think that this is better than nothing at all so whatever is is is, is put on the table for them they will take it so when we look in this world it's a very different world than the one that we are accustomed to from two, in 2018 for example it's only been a year and a half starting 2019 yeah it's, it's a year less than less than two years and we all we have seen so many changes so many changes taking place during that year and a half. So can you imagine what they're going to do in the next two to three years? You know, if we can see already the change that has been operating. And we're not talking about things. These things that they've been building up on the, you know, they've been building up in a, in a secret for years, you know. And as we look into our next big player, we will understand why I'm coming from it. Now, one of the things that I really sense strongly and, and, and really put it into these slides is our focus, you know. It's our focus is the kingdom of God and that is it. For me, that's, that's really what our focus has to be. Yes, we need to be aware of what's taking place out in terms of what the adversary is doing, you know. First Peter 5, it's really... Um, describe it to be sober to be vigilant because of the enemy and also we you know we need not to be ignorant of his devices the scripture said it so it is important for us that we have to be aware of what the enemy is doing but our focus are still still need to remain in the word of god 
there's no other way to do that. And Psalm 11930 says this, the entrance of your words give light and give understanding to the simple. And he's also said that we need to be diligent to present ourselves approved to God and also to rightly divide in the word of truth, which is the word of God. One of the things that I received from, from the Lord um, last night as we were praying is what the enemy target at the moment is 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 kind of this plan which is a free food plan which is for him a target to the church target to a nation and a target to our youth children babies and also those in the womb but when it comes to the church is this division this in terms of mark of the beast vaccine non-vaccine take it not take it mouse and mention it about you know church leaders beginning to incite some of their congregation to to take the vaccine so it's like the Brexit, as we mention it. And to be honest, the truth is that is pure enemy tactic because what it does is trying to divide the church. Mm. What in this season the church needs to be unified. unified. That's right. And he's trying to divide it because he knows that if he divide the church, he knows that the church will crumble. Mm-hmm. But right now, the church needs to be unified to be able to be in position where they need to be to be able to represent our light in the darkness. The world is dark and it's getting darker and mm. darker. And we need the light of God to shine on mm. this dark world. And he and he will. He will. He will. He I, will. I received the scriptures we were praying this morning about about that saying that, you know, God knows the things that are taking place in secret, mm. you know, in the darkness. Amen. And he he will he is the light, so he will reveal he these will reveal. things. And this is what's taking place as well. We're not really realizing that. Mm-hmm. Um we are um, the ones who are in tune, we're realizing that there's big, and the thing is, the revelation is not just for the secular, he's revealing things in the church mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, he was t- speaks about judging his house first, he will come to his house, then he will go out and mm. he will start judging everything else, you know. And this is what we're seeing we're mm. seeing all these things. So, as we're saying, you know, church leaders ought not to be involved in all this, but that's all part of it, mm. it's all part of, of this unraveling mm. of of what god is doing you know in this time because we may look and think oh my goodness you know there's so much going on these people are doing this that and the other mm. but god is in control and, and that's I, the thing that i got god is in absolutely control, and, and, and i think really that's is. that's a very important point to mention that in in that sense and, and and i think that one of the things that i wanted to share as well is one of the other vision that i had is i've seen a world that was pitch black and then i saw light coming mm. i mean different part of the world and the light is beginning to appear in different sections of the world. And what the Lord was showing me is where exactly what you said. Because he is in control, is lighting up the world okay. with people of God. Mm. It's lighting up the world in different parts. And I've seen Africa, I see this, uh, you know, Americas, I see Europe, and mm. I see Asia, and I mm. see, yeah, everywhere in the world, I could see measure pocket of light appearing mm. and that was the light of god shining on the earth mm. and i think that what we need to be aware of is yes what the enemy is doing understanding because we have prayer warriors we have intercessors mm. praying there against the the, the the rulers of darkness they mm. pray against the plan that the enemy is doing and then we have the other section of believers that are actually going out there into the world yep. shining the light mm. on people bringing hope and so this is the thing that we need to focus on. So as we look into our topic of the next place, we looked so far, we done a, a good look at Elon Musk. 
which I believe will play a major yeah. part when the Antichrist comes or his 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 technology is 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 his technology is his experience mm. his skill set would be very valuable whether he know it or not I'm not gonna speculate on it I have no idea mm. but what I do know is is will be a major part so he was the first big player that we looked at two weeks ago then we looked last week into an organization called DARPA now we if you want to go back into just get into the podcast or go back into our youtube channel and you can look what we looked into and that really just sum up some of the big there's so many big players that we are going to cover but today i want us to talk about the club of rome this amazing um think tank uh organization which i believe is the ideology and the skill set um, is much responsible for what's taking place today when we term we we speak of the lockdown. And I want to start with this guy. You know, I want to start with this. Uh, that's their logo. I want to start with this this guy, um, which um, Jeremy Rick uh, Rickfin. Have you heard Rickfin. of him? Have you heard of him? No, I've probably read about him, but um. Now, the the. the uh, Club of Rome was funded in 1968, but I, for me, I'm looking at these guys, and it's, it was a very, very interesting, and 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 because it, it's got to sum up where we are today when it comes to understanding why is the world's turn. You know, some people said the world has turned ups and down, but I, I would say the world is really just going through a direction that has already been mm. pre-planned uh, in that sense. So. This guy, uh, Jeremy uh, Rifkin, you know, he's 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 got to propose a new level of wealth, uh, redistribution, and he's done that through his book. Um, don't know whether any anybody heard this book called A New Worldview. Um, in, in that sense, and that was in 1981 when in he, he wrote this book here, and basically what he was saying. He was saying that the world is using too many resources to create too many material things. Now, when you think about this this ag concept, does what does it remind you? When we look today, you know, people have been talking about um, decreased population. You know, you mentioned about all this, mm. and that exactly the encapsulate of of his word here. So he says here, and and I quote. Um, what what he says uh, uh, in his book, he says here the radical change in worldview required to make this transition will have to be accomplished overnight. There will be no time for polite debates, subtle compromise, or monetary equivocation. To succeed, will require a zealous determination, a militancy, if you will, of Herculean proportion. And that is very, very interesting. He's had this idea, um, really, as, as, a, as a look into this, that he's basically proposed that we must change our lifestyle dramatically. And he said that we must move into a state-run economy that will regulate the production of all material things so the world will not run out of usable energy or commodities. Now, I put the picture here because... When you can see it, those are world leaders. You know, we're not talking about 
some new age guy that coming in with this ideology and to be honest when you think about new age you know really the, one of the essence of new age they believe that no energy is ever lost that's what they actually believe they actually believe that that energy is usually converted from one form of energy to another form of energy and this is why they come with that ideology of reaching out to a certain level when it comes to uh, human capabilities you know and and we've seen a lot in in, in our tv shows in, in our movies mm. you know and, and so on but what riffin is proposing he said that when the energy is first used it is weakened and because it is weakened it's becoming less effective that the original one does make sense. Mm. That remind you, is that, you know, you, I know you mentioned something like that in terms of, for example, when they are taking a seed or a plant or something from the soil to create a medicine, they extract uh, they some, isolate. they isolate. Now, you said that they tend to lose a bit of this, you know, it's potent, you know, about mm-hmm. herbs, you know, you were talking about herbs. Mm. Tell us a little bit about that. The thing is, when most most medicines, when you actually look at most um, pharmaceutical drugs, they're developed from the idea. They they come from nature. So, the, in the idea, the idea of of basically isolating a pop, part of a plant, mm-hmm. um, and then they actually then they will then take that and then replicate it, mm-hmm. um, but synthetically. So they will actually take look at. The, the makeup uh, part of that plant and they will look at it and they will actually then okay this is the the be- this is the part of the plant that we want to use because it can do this for the body mm-hmm. and then they will synthetically replicate that um but when you do that you lose if you're not using some parts of plants can be used whole some parts you know you can use different parts of the plant but for example the most potent plants um, so, for example, in you know, for, for years people have spoken about they haven't really spoken about cannabis because it's always been looked at as, mm. you know, this thing that gets you high. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you know, there's there's the th- with cannabis plant, you know, you have there are certain parts of of within that plant that can actually heal so many diseases. Mm. And this is one of the things they're looking. They've, they've studied a lot. You can see people use CBD and everything and all the rest of it now, but mm. they are, they've been studying it for many years. Some of the, the studies have been put aside. But the thing is, when we actually look at it, when you actually only take parts of something, you lose, you do lose potency. Mm. Um, you, you do lose potency because it's just a part uh, I don't know whether you—that's what you were asking about. Yeah, and that's ab- exactly. And 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 I think his his understanding is that New Age believe that energy can be transformed to another, but he feel that is weakened because you're always taking something out of it. So yeah, well, that's more if you actually think of soil. Mm. So if you actually think of something which has been utilized all the time, if you don't give if you don't give it time to rest, whereas before they used to do crop rotation, for mm-hmm. example, in the soil. Now they don't really do that because of the need for food. Yeah. You know, the, the demand for food is so great. So mm-hmm. what they're doing is using that soil year on year. But when you actually look at the nutritional value of the soil, there are less and less and less nutrients in there. So, for example, if you looked in the 1940s at the nutritional value of an apple, today if you were to look at that and you actually to look at the nutritional value of that same apple, mm. you probably need, I think it's like 20 or 30 or 40 apples 
now to get the same nutritional value as you did for, for in the, how many years ago in the 40s, 50s. But I'm, I'm going to do a talk on this. Mm. But the thing is, it's, it's quite interesting because the nutritional value... If, if you keep using it, you deplete, it depletes, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and that's exactly, and this is exactly what he's talking about. So because mm. of that, it's come up, it's saying that the world has to dramatically make some changes in that sense. And this is where I'm going ahead of myself, but mm. this is where all ideology of, you know, depopulation and so on came across in that sense. And then we got to unravel what's taking place. So looking back, into what he's, he's saying here, you know. I understand what is the key statement here. The key statement here is to create a situation when it can reverse, when it can basically be able to feed the population. But in order to feed the population, they have to deplete the population. And that is really the thinking beyond the Club of Rome. But it's quite interesting you say that because if you actually even look at it from biblical point of view, okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you actually put a seed into the ground, first it has to die before it can live. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's all, almost like a process of like the shelling in order to come out to push through. Mm-hmm. Um and if you're talking about this, what are they going to do with the people? It's, it's, and that's where the depopulation that's comes right. in because they have to kill off. It's almost like a generation yeah. to be able to bring forth a new generation right. and a new... Yeah, and I, it, I can it, understand it, where they're coming from, and, but and it's, uh, it's, it's really quite brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> but listen, yeah. let, let me go back to what I said. He said that changes are to be drastic for of Herculean purp- uh, uh, pr- um, um, uh, dimension in yeah. that sense. Proportions. Proportions, that's the word. So, in order to, and, and this is what we are seeing, you know, and I'm just trying to, to bring this to our listeners. We are now seeing the end of the current system so the new system can emerge. Yeah. But in order to do that, he kill has off. to go through a series of crises yeah. to kill up the hold. Yeah. And to that's what I'm trying to say in yeah. that slide. And that's why they call it the new age. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's called New Age because it's new, mm. really. And they're getting rid of all. And some of the stuff we have seen already, they already got rid of. And this process of COVID was taking place, vaccine, lockdown, is all part of a system to bring the new one. The new one is not out there. It's not hard yet, but what we are seeing, we're in a transitional period at the moment. That's what we are. There's many people that spoke about what they call the great reset, mm. you know, which really speaks. What is a reset? You press the when you when you your system, you press the reset button, mean you start over again, and that's exactly what the system is. They're looking. They say this is unsustainable, you know. The health is unsustainable. There's too many people. There's not enough resources. So they have to go producing things out of laboratory to be able to feed the world population. But eventually, what's taking place is the killing of the world population. They're reducing the world population. Now, China went through a different system. They basically just put above control in that sense, which is, again, this is an ideology from the Club of Rome. You find out that when 
why is so important the club of Rome? Because the club of Rome bring all ideology that we are now seeing here today, you know, and the people that talk about it and, and, and so on. So when we think about the club of Rome here, yeah, and that is really the assessment that I put. Mm. This we got to understand that this is also the ultimate goal of the Illuminatis, and the Illuminatis always operate in a the background. They always operate behind. They always use front organization people to do their bidding, and the Club of Rome is a silent secret weapon for the Illuminatis so they can bring about those changes and changing the way things are. But then the Illuminati are all Freemasons. It's all part of it. You see, this is why it's interesting because people get confused. They're saying, are oh, the Illuminatis, the Freemason, mm. the Club of Rome, the Council, mm. the Crown Council of the 13th and the, the, the Black Nobility as we're going to talk about as well. All these things of part of the same same thing same thing the freemasons came yeah. first the illuminati merged with the freemasons and then you're talking about the club of rome so they're all part of the club of rome is a weapon for the illuminati mm. yeah you know it is 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 the one that they're using to be able to bring out their ideology to bring out their ideas the agendas their agendas in in that sense when you look into this so it's a very important so when you look at what the club of rome is doing or what it is then you understand that on the front front, they just want, for example, climate change. Yeah, they want hunger to stop. Mm. They, they, you know, they bring all those all those great ideology to make a better world. But how they operate, how they do this, is very very different. So looking back, on what is the club from? Is this? Is basically as a think tank and they deal with variety of international political issues and this is what it's made of scientists economists businessmen international civil servant head of state and former aid of states from all five continents and it's very important to understand that concept this is not just a group of few people just getting together. We are talking about a worldwide group of people that want to get involved to, as you said, to deal with a lot of international and political issues. Mm. So they are involved in everything. And the involvement affects our daily lives. So when we are talking about the lockdown, they, you know, no countries came just out of nowhere and said, we are going to do a lockdown. They talked between themselves mm. all the time. And they said, this is what we're going to do. And I was talking about the element of depopulation. That is one way to do this. Bringing a virus in, whether it is man-made virus or it just appear, you know, whatever it is, whether they, they, they created it or whether it just came and they used the opportunity to do what they need to do. That's what they are about. But what we got to understand is that they are everywhere. You know, we are talking about 
people. We are talking about doctors. We are talking about scientists. You know, we hear a lot of scientists lately, you know. So they're involved in created vaccine, those guys. Head of state. As you can see in this picture, who is in the middle? The queen. Mm. And a lot of the other Commonwealth people, for example. So t- this is not just some scientists and economists and, and people that want to make a, a change. I mean, I've, you know, if, if, you, if you listen to some of the tech talk, you know, for example, you will find out that some of our scientists have some pretty interesting idea how the world should function. Very interesting ideas. Some ideas are extremely drastic, you know, which talked about depopulation in 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 that sense. So that's who they are in that sense. And they're the think tank. So they're making the decision. But what we ought to understand as well, there's another side of the Club de Rome which also consists of what we call the black nobility. So we are going to do a black nobility topic over the next two weeks and really looking at who they are. But those one, they are the oldest family we lived in Venice and Genoa. And these people, they have, when I say they have vast financial empire for the past 1500 years, we are not talking about a few millions. I don't know if you, we are talking about and an amount of money that can buy you the whole world, basically. And they are called the black nobility because of them using dirty tricks, such as terrorism and methods which they never hesitate to use against whoever dare to stand in their way. So when we are talking about what's taking place now, we could argue the fact that if the virus was a man-made, we could argue that it would be behind. We can definitely argue that they've been responsible for the toppling of some of the world's leaders, people that actually doesn't stand with their whatever they want to do. So they are extremely um, efficient in what they do, in that sense. And they are moving the world toward a new world order and they are extremely responsible. And as a matter of fact, when we look at the club, the rum, they are also involved in all sorts. Now, the interesting thing here, this book, in 1972, uh, this book, The Limit to Growth, was um, commissioned by the, the club of Rome. And basically, this book, and it's still used up to today, and this is how they actually quantify what they're doing at the moment is basically used to stimulate the growth versus um, resources in a nutshell. So some of the variants that they use are world population, industrialization, pollution, food production, and resource depletion. Now, when you see those, those variables that they use, what does it make you think? And when you look at the world is moving, you talked about before some of the companies that use a GMO food, which is, for you, believe is a way to kind of kill the population off in that sense. Mm. We're talking about pollution, you know, which is another way which actually... So for that, because of what they're looking at pollution, they have to get rid of the pollution. How do they get rid of pollution? By bringing electric cars. 
and by bringing electric cars we talked briefly last week what it bring it bring another way of controlling people in essence we talk about the world population how do you reduce a world population now the chinese idea was an idea that they based um one child per one family. child per families which when you think about it, in biblical time as well they were using it you know in some biblical time they were also remember the time of moses mm-hmm. you know to reduce the jews the jews were mm-hmm. growing so fast in egypt that to reduce the jews they were ordering basically not to have more children and whoever was born with more children was killed mm-hmm. and that's why moses mother has to hide him in that sense for a few months before sending him away and you know so this got a, a limit growth population it is not a new thing in that sense the chinese have been using it a long time ago one child per families but when these things not working what do you do you begin to bring laws for example abortion laws is another way to do it you know kind of make it look like that people can abort can mm. do sex and just give him a choice to be able mm. to do that and on a greater scale what you can do then you now change the molecule the component of the food which bring what bring disease mm. you know we mentioned that there's been an increase a rapid increase of of can people population suffering with cancer and all sort of all kind of disease you pollute the crops you know with a pesticide or whatever you use it i'm not an expert in this but those are the things are using into it. so while we are looking at the limit to growth they're looking at the things that limit growth population industrialization pollution food production and resource depletion those five variances so when you think about it how do you combine it and this is where now they they bring in all these different aspects to be able to say if we don't reduce the population we're not going to have enough food if there's too much pollution then the words you know the the the, the ozone layer is going to be open and there will be subject to more radiation from the sun in that sense so the aspect of it is really now when you see those great leaders they are now driving force in terms of bringing messages of their population they're bringing messages of climate change and so on and those are based on this book that was written in 1972 and that was uh commissioned by the club of rome and this is what most people know about the club of rome they know that secretly and really you know it's not in a secret now it's called agenda 2030 and eventually we will be talking about that as well the agenda for 2030 we're only nine years from now mm, it's, not long. it's not long when we think about it but what the plan that they have in place now is now to begin to transition the globe into 10 world regions, which will be based on the concept of sustainable development and the same concept reference in relation to prince Charles. now the reason i'm saying this is because daniel prophecy speak of 10 kingdom mm. daniel prophecy speak of 10 kingdom when the world will be separated into 10 kingdoms and the antichrist will rule those 10 kingdoms yeah. and what we are seeing now we are seeing now daniel's prophecy be fulfilled in that sense come to pass so that ideology has been there 
for a while. The but other thing, before you go on, mm-hmm. it's quite interesting as you're speaking, and I just want to highlight this. Mm-hmm. Um, Tomi Amiyomi. Yeah. Um, he gave a prophecy, and he was talking about the fact that we have nine years. Interesting. Yeah. We have nine years, and, it, and it, it's quite interesting. I think it's important to, if you haven't listened to it, or try and get this and put it on the um, Revelation Hour WhatsApp, mm-hmm. just to listen to it because it's almost like God is speaking to His people about being ready and mm-hmm. positioned, absolutely, and being in the in the place where you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. Because once you're in that place, <laughs> you're in that place, yeah. and you're positioned because that will be ruled mm-hmm. and and yeah so it, it's it's i think it's important to kind of listen to it and get what you need to mm-hmm. in terms of what god is saying what holy spirit is saying what god is saying to you about your positioning and how you need to prepare mm-hmm. because he talks about the fact that we have nine years absolutely when we look in, in, into this let's look to, to child and then we go back into those those 10 10 region um in a minute um this is what he says. Interesting. He says this. And that was September. So that was a few months ago. It's not long. We need four planets like Earth to survive. And that's why he's quoted it. And he wants world population reduced by three quarters. That is a lot when you think about it. <laughs> three quarters. So we are talking of people that have some when I say they have some drastic and crazy ideology when it comes to how they want to do it, they have. So when we look into this world here, this is how they're looking to separate. The Americas, the African, Europe, Asia, and, and ten, 10 different zones. And it's interesting to say that now, they are now beginning to introduce what we call passport vaccines. Mm. which truly when you think about it you eventually i don't know when they're going to put it in place but they are talking about it and i believe that this is very soon when in order to be able to travel to any part of the world health you will need to have a health passport now this is i believe a precursor or a prototype of what would take place in later days or later years in a sense that to go to zone one or zone two or zone three you will need a certain passport for it so people won't be able to travel as freely Mm. as they want unless they have this health passport eventually as revelation 13 said later on the mark of the beast in that sense so what we are seeing and i keep saying this we are seeing a building process when it comes to the way the world is going to functions in in that sense and what we're talking about here it is scriptural you know there's not something that we came out of oh this is what's going to happen it is scriptural and it will lead us eventually to this one world government that we've been talking about for months and years with this one world religion everything will be one world why do they need one word everything because they need one person that can control everything so the antichrist will control those 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 10 nations and those 10 nations will have kings and those kings will report to the antichrist directly and it's interesting because and i and i know i made reference to it about two three weeks ago this this um 
the series that I watch on 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 Prime, which I find it very fascinating, the man in a high castle. Now the interesting thing about this is the flipping the history and really showing how the world would be if the Nazis won the war. And the interesting about this story is that they were now separated in regions. You know, it wasn't the United States of America or this. It was separated now in region. And really, what it is interesting about the Club de Rome doing this, it will allow them to control the resources. Mm. Remember, the, 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 the main mandate for them is control resources, you know have less population so they have a better control of resources in that sense. And this is why you see a lot of those head of state leaders talking a lot, for example, about climate change. You know, there was an article lately, uh, Ford, I didn't read it, Ford said that they, but I think in the next two, three, three to four years, there won't be any petrol or diesel car mm. on the road. Everything will be electric. Yeah, they said by 2025. 2025. We're talking four years. Four years when now everybody, and and if you have if you own a car, whether it is a petrol car and a diesel car, it, it pretty much is giving us about I'm hungry, is it? It giving us about pretty much about a few years, only few years mm. to be able to change switch to a, an electric car in essence, because they are driven mm. by this climate change process as well. Very interesting. Now, you may just ask me, but at the moment there's 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 not many regions. But let me tell you what we've got so far. So far, when we look now, first of all, understanding that the idea, we are seeing it now in the United Nations. And when we look at the United Nations, you know, they now, we can see in our organization forming block, economic mm. block now. And, you know, we saw with the European Union. What is the European Union? It's again, it's similar to what we've seen in the map. It will be a region. It's and everybody now is beginning to model what the European Union is doing, whether we like it or not. It's interesting that England's came out of it. But it doesn't mean that England won't join another block later on. It may not be the European Union, it may be another block as well later on. So we are seeing this right in front of our eyes. Now we know that Mexico now have been added to the North American region. And then this is what they're looking to do. They're looking to create an American Union. Interestingly, nobody really heard of it, but that's what they're looking to do. Canada has been added. will be part Canada and Mexico will be part of this new uh, organization, the new American Union. So everything now is modeling their way like the European Union in essence. And we've been told that Israel is supposed to be aligned themselves with region number four. When you look on the map here, where is the region number four? South Africa and mm. Australia. So now the interesting thing, it is not to do with your location, it's to do with your resources and economics. So when you look at Israel in Europe, trying to associate themselves with South Africa and Australia and New Zealand in essence to form this block four, we are talking from an economic perspective. But the way we see the world now would be very different. So you could be going to a region, and that's how they look at it. You could be going to a region in South Africa and not call South Africa anymore. 
it could region 4 or another name for region 4 for example you could be in israel which is right up in europe and still be part of that region 4 as well and that's how they are going to work out in that and this is how the world is moving now when you think about it it is easy for the antichrist to come and to begin to control this because we're not talking anymore about 25 country in a continent mm. we're talking about one region and in this region a system very very you know it would work like a normal uh, kingdom system very very simple in that sense so when you look at it i'll just give you a, a painting i guess sorry for for running late but i think it's very important we understand the, this concept of, of a new world order a new world view and how everything would be mapped it so looking at this map here we have for example americas and mexico is going to join them to form the american union alongside canada so in that region one they will have a king and the king will be responsible to rule things mm -hmm. in americas and report back. and report back to the head mm -hmm. you know which is the antichrist and i believe that they will be um you know eventually people the, the bible speak that if we make he may make his headquarters in in in, in the old babylon you know in iraq in, in that sense but uh, you know i can't confirm that completely but going back into this he will have himself people that will rule different part of america because it's, it's big american canada mm. and mexico is quite a big thing mm. so you have a the king of american union and within the king of american union you will have different prince and prince or whatever that will run different region in that sense so, so maybe let me finish mm. on a second so maybe you will have one that will rule that will actually be responsible for canada another one that be responsible for the north of america another one that be responsible for the south of america another one that be responsible for mexico they will then report themselves to the king of the american union which himself will report to the head office does it make sense yeah i was just thinking in terms of revelation 13 how this works well the thing is in terms of revelation 13 the mark of the beast applied to the whole the, to the whole world so in that sense they were all operating under the system which is a financial economical religious a political military system it would all operate into this and it makes now when you look at it it does make sense and makes easy for the antichrist and for the system to be able to control everything because right now when you look let's let's look at africa for example region eight yeah yeah hmm. so that region at the moment cover how many countries roughly more than about 10 15 countries there hmm. alone like so at the moment you can't tell you know, one of the country may not agree with another country with another country at the moment. But once they're part of a block, they have they're part of a block, they they, they have this 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 agreement that now they you gotta remember they will surround their sovereignty as well. So we won't be talking about Ghana, we won't be talking about uh whatever Africos or Cameroon or Senegal, we'll be talking about the African region. So they won't be, and it's quite interesting because what, what I'm saying this and you think about it, 
one of the problems in Africa at the moment is the, the tribes. They already get confrontation between tribes as well. So how are they going to work this out? I have no idea. But they're already working towards it because I that's think what so. they're yeah. doing is forming coalitions with one Where they are. They are forming so coalitions. they're already working And we're going to go into this in a minute. And you're absolutely right. But it's really setting the idea that you don't need to be part of a country because you're part of a greater thing. You're part of a region now. Mm. And working together. And again, it just brings you back to the elements of uh, uh, the book of Genesis and the Tower of Babel. What was the main thing for them? They worked together to build mm. this tower, to reach out to the sky, to blaspheme God. And God saw it and he mentioned that, you know, we've got to confuse those people. Because if you don't confuse them, what are they going to achieve? And really, what we are going to see in a new world order is this achievement of a book of Genesis, this unity when they're working as one. So for many years, you're going to see those different regions working, you know, alongside and for the Antichrist in complete harmony in that sense. Now, today you look at it, you think, how this is going to happen? But I truly believe crisis after crisis after crisis after mm -hmm. crisis after crisis, people are going to look for something different. And I keep saying that what we are seeing is the beginning of a broken system. And they want that system to be broken. They want people not to be happy to be on lockdown. They want people to argue about which vaccine to take. They want people to confront the system right now. Because people got confronted the system, they will say the system is not working. So they can say, I can bring the new one. I've got a better system. If we work together, then we can solve world hunger. If we work together, we can solve climate change. If we work together, we can stop the war. And that's exactly where they are. But for that, we need to make sacrifice. You know, we, we talked about two days ago about this, this, this kind of things on GMTV when they were talking this lady, um, GMTV, her husband is in a coma from COVID. It's been probably over a year that he's been in a coma. And um, they invited people talking about the vaccine and, and one of the the uh, the guests appearing said they shouldn't force people to have the vaccine because and then this argument just broke out during during this live show, you know, in that sense. And that's why we are at the moment. Arguments. We have argument right left center. Do we take the vaccine? Do we not take the vaccine? The vaccine is the mark of the beast, the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. You know, we need to come out of lockdown. Now the lockdown is good because it's reduced the, 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 the viruses. It's a, we look to this situation and that play into the end of the global forum. So looking back into what the Bible that Daniel is saying, 10 kingdoms, you know, and he saw 10 kingdoms. He saw these 10 kingdoms be ruled by the Antichrist. And now what we see with the club of Rome is the creation of those regions. And the truth is, when we look into this again in another show, those are what we're seeing at the moment. So far, we have the European Union, which is now one of the big blocks here. We have the North American Union, which is beginning to be finalized now, with Mexico added into it. And it's very interesting that Trump was never going to be able to build a wall between America and Mexico because of what they are trying mm. to build behind the scene, which is the American Union. Mm. Then we have now the other regional block. And what I'm saying now, so far, those blocks are economical blocks. But eventually, 
they will turn into something else. So, so far, the other blocks that we have is the African, they are, they are building the African Union. As a matter of fact, Gaddafi is the one who actually thrived. He began the the process Mm. of unifying Mm. the African nation to bring in an African Union, which Mm. is called Pan-African as Mm. well, you know. Now, it's still in the process of being finalized at the moment. But what we are seeing at the moment is Africa now is rising up as well because of the, I think it's the, the next generation that's not coming in now, have an understanding more of the culture in that sense. But they want something different. They want, they want this. Mm. They want this unification. They want a European, like an European Union. They want to be able to bring together all their resources, you know, so they can actually become, they want to become a superpower in that sense, economically anyway. Mm. So this African Union is rising up. There's a lot of talk, a lot of finalization. And it's a very interesting that when you watch something like Black Panther, Wakanda, that has been also some of the inspiration behind it because they've seen an African nation to be able to dominate, to have all the infrastructure and the technology and, and, and in the same time, still be able to keep the beauty of the region. And now Africa is looking and thinking, we want to build something like that. We want to have our own union. Then we've got the South American community of nation. That's another one that's building up as well, which we're talking about the whole South America, such as Brazil, Argentina, and, and so on as well. Once you can look in the map, as well, which eventually will become the zone of the region number six. Then we have the Arab League. And we know that about mm-hmm. the Arab League yeah. as well. Guns so, for the UAE. Exactly. That's, that started. That started a long, a long time, time ago. ago. Absolutely. Going there. It was like 20 years ago. Absolutely. Mm. Then we have the Eastern Europe Union. I know so many people haven't heard about it, but they've got the Eastern Europe Union block. And then we've got the Asian block. You know, sorry for my spelling mistake. <laughs> anyway, so those are the things that we are now seeing. And the Club of Rome is driving it behind in that sense and because they have the the the, the resources and they also have the people behind it such as the, uh, the black nobility they will do anything to be able to achieve those things in 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 that sense so when we look at the club the rom this is where we look at we look at this new structure this new infrastructure as well and it's all part of the new world order all this that we're talking about is all part of this new world that they are beginning to, beginning to emerge now. You know, we talked about the new world order was going to be the new this, the new this, the one this. But truly, what we are witnessing today in February 2021 is now the emergence of this world mm-hmm. in many different aspects. And not only we've seen that, everything is in the open now. There's yeah. no secret. If you want to find to, uh, Agenda 2030, you just need to you just need to go and Google it. Mm. You know, if you want to find about the Club of Rome, just go on their website and they will tell you. And the the the, the thing they're is, when you look at anything. they're not hiding anything they're at all. Clear. Everything is right in the open, mm-hmm. which it tell you something. It tell you that they basically know that now they have everything in place, and now they can beginning to bring it forward and bring it in this world. So where does it leave us? As I said at the beginning, the kingdom of God is our principle, is our motive. This is what we seek. And what God has been doing is been raising this remnant church, this remnant church. I'm talking about the church as people of God. 
he's been raising us as people of God and begin to position us so we can shine that light. Because one thing that I said, you know, yesterday in a, in a, in our prayer meeting is that, and and it's something that I echo with other people saying is that God has the victory. This is the only time that we know the end. You know, we know the end. We know how this is going to pan out. But while we're just seeing, we see the preparation. We see the mixture. You know, we know the cake when it come out of the oven. I will look like nice and sweet. The world that we are going to live in. But right now, we see the mess. You know, when you baking, you put the eggs, you put the flour, you put everything, and it's a bit mushy. It's a bit messy. You're not going to eat that, but it's preparing. And what's taking place at the woman is this emergence. But as people of God, we need to be praying and we need to be doing what God asks us to do. Be the light. Shine that light wherever you are. Free your next door neighbor, on your street, in your workplace, in your region that you've been assigned to. And if the Lord has been speaking to you right now to begin to move to a different country, then begin to pack your bag and go. And that's obviously, you got to ask prepare. how to prepare it. But it's important that we begin to, to, to know. You know, you said something interesting, Master, that when those regions are established, we may not be able to come out of those regions. I think we will, but we will have to have a passport for it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is if for you to move to those regions and to set up and we're even seeing the restrictions now in terms of travel and being able to get to different places easily and I just think it will be more restrictive. Mm. Um, oh, you'll definitely. have to, for example, if you, before this year or last year to emigrate to another country mm. probably would have been more straightforward. Yeah. Now it's going to be more difficult to emigrate and mm. to pick yourself up. Um, when God has spoken that we were meant to be there, then that's it's another story. But I mm. just think these are the years of preparation where God is speaking to his people about preparing and setting up and getting things organized mm. in that sense um, and being obedient to the things that he's spoken to us about mm. doing and not being hesitant, fearful, thinking about the fact that we, oh, we don't have this or we haven't got that. Or I'm not this or I'm not that. It's now, it, now's the time. Mm. Um, and it's just to encourage each and every single one of us that whatever God has spoken to us about doing, it's now. Um, you know, somebody, one of our mentors spoke to us about this saying, you know, whatever God has spoken to us about, it's it's now, you know. Mm. And, and, you know, even seeing this even more is making me think it, it truly is now. We don't have time to kind of they used to say pussyfoot around you know just um just to be messing around we we just don't have that time mm. anymore and i think god is really he's prepared us and he, we are born into a time such, such as, as this, this yeah absolutely um, for that particular reason absolutely well so this is hit about the cloud of rum i didn't want to go into too much detail because i feel that i think that's enough for us to get us going with but i, I want us to pray um in this I, I really want us to pray um that the lord we really begin to open our eyes really open our, our spiritual eyes and really beginning to start this journey of if we haven't done that before but to begin to ask this journey lord where do you want me to be right now you know and really ask for the lord to give us this this kind of strength to be obedient to 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 his word you know, the time when we were talking about God is rising a remnant, I think this remnant is already risen. 
I think it's Lord already spoken to different ones about the things that we need to do in this season. And we just gotta do it now. I I, I really sense that we gotta we gotta do it now. We we've gotta stop keep asking how are we going to do it? But just ask the Lord to show us and as we go along it do it. You know, I always remember this and it may not work for you, but it worked for me every time. Every time it worked for me. I asked the Lord something and a direction. And it's two things that I ask him. When I ask something and I say, if you don't want me to go there, just close the door. And every time they didn't want me to go there, he closed the door. I allow him to take control of that situation. Secondly, the Lord sometimes will imprint something in my heart. You know, an impression or a word. And I will begin to move. You know, and as I move along, then he give me direction. And if I move in the wrong direction, then he closed the door. And I truly believe now, right now, the season that we're in, we are going to see so many changes. And I'm so excited. You know, people may think, wow, but I'm so excited about what God is about to do in our lives. You know, the, the word that I can hear at the moment is trust him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean upon your, upon your own understanding. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Every time you make a step, you acknowledge him. and You allow him to either open that door or to close that door by constantly asking him, Lord, sometimes I just say that to him, Lord, I'm going to go in that direction. If you don't want me to go there, just close the door. Sometimes we're waiting for the Lord to say, no, I don't want you to go there. And sometimes the Lord won't say that. He will just close that door. You will find yourself in a situation when you can't go further. If we close it, you know that this is not the place to go. But I truly believe now the season that we're in and us be called remnant. There's a reason why God called us remnant. Because of what he wants to do in us. Whatever we are. For some of us, we are still going to be in the UK next year, two years or three years. But for others, maybe the Lord has been speaking to you about beginning to emigrate to another country because of what the impact that he wants you to make. And it reminds me again, Mars, of this earth that I've seen, you know, when I see many light beginning to shine throughout the world. And I think God is going to do that now. He's going to use us as a light to it. Yet, the world is changing. We can't change that. We can delay it, but we can't change it because the scripture really say that the Antichrist will come. He will come. Whether we pray or we don't pray, that is the sovereign will of God. He has to come. Jesus cannot return, you know, with the sand unless the Antichrist come first and do whatever he needs to do. So there's a time and a season for everything and that will take place. The question is, how do we prepare and where do we fit in that season? And I want us to begin to pray. So, Lord, I just want to thank you so much this morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. You know, you know. So somebody, one of our listeners said, oh, what a time to be alive. Amen. It is. It is what a time to be alive, you know. And it just reminds me so much, the time, the, 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 the apostle, you know, the Peters, the John, the James, the, the, the Thomas were alive in the time of Jesus. Walking with him for three years, seeing the miracles taking place, hearing the word, you know, 
having those joke in the evening you know when he finished preaching you just go and you know pray stand spend time on his own then come back and have a nice chat with with those guys and talking about life and, and everything right now we are seeing changes that our predecessors our grandparents would never think of mm. we are seeing things that we never think that would be accessible before you know the only way to access the the bible was through, through the bible the book a physical book now you can just get on your you version or your my version or somebody else version and then just look into the word of god and then just be immersed with the word of god there are so many songs and music and, and artists that that just praise god through their song that you can just put the music on and then just pray in the spirit and then just be right there in his presence back in the days they were just singing with their voice a cappella voices and then just singing and it's ritual there's so many possibilities but in the same time there are so many distractions and we have to be aware of what god is doing god is going to do mighty things in us and i know i see it even though we're talking about those big players let it be big players in the world you know we are bigger players because we have Jesus in us. Mm. And that's something that we need to remind ourselves. The one who is in us, say First John 4, 4, is greater than the one who is in the world. So because of Jesus in us, we are greater than those, you know, we are greater than those big players that we've been talking about. And we got to acknowledge that. We got to acknowledge that we are greater because of the one who is in us. And that is very important. That will help us, I believe, as remnant of people to be able to carry the word of God wherever the word needs to be carried. So, Father, we just want to thank you this morning so much, Father, for first giving us the opportunity to share this platform to be able to share. Lord, we ask you in the name of Jesus that you continue to show us the way to go. Lord, I pray in this season that we're in, Lord, I pray that you begin to stir up our heart to begin mm. to move where you want us to move. Yes, Lord. I pray, Father, for an increase of the spirit of revelation upon us, Lord. I pray, Father, for an increase of the spirit of wisdom upon us, Lord. Yes. Lord, let your spirit dwell in us and begin to open our spiritual eyes so mm. we may see what you showing us in this season. I thank you for our listeners that are live with us. I thank you for listeners that are listening after. And Lord, I pray that you would speak through them. We thank you, Father, again, for this opportunity. And Lord, we continue to ask you for more of your grace, more of your favor, more of your strength and your mercy upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Guys, it's been lovely lovely this morning as we really continue to uh to work um on those big players here we go i think we're done now so next week we will be looking into another big players uh we still we send you the detail <coughs> sorry three out of week but master dimension um the Quran Council of 13 would be a good one to look at or we may look at the black nobility as mm. well uh, which is something that sense in my heart to really touch mm. about so again guys thank you very much for being with us today and we shall see you next week same place same time
Ciao, guys. Bye-bye.